What's up, guys? Welcome back to Heavyweight Bias. The long-awaited return is finally here. Uh, the show is hosted by myself, Peyton Malone, Chris Kappas, and Peyton Kiesling. Uh, you know, the time's finally come back for us to give you guys these hot sports takes. So, all right, finally, we got things back under underway. Uh, fellas, you can introduce yourselves. It's me, Chris. <laughs> It's the glove back at it. <laughs> All right. So first thing we're going to start off with is we're going to try to do this every week, every day on the TikTok. But we're going to start with a start bench cut with uh, these three franchise quarterbacks. I think this is going to be a good one. So the three QBs we're going to talk about are Kyler, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen. So Pika, you can go first with your start bench cut between those three. So my start bench bench cut with those three. I personally, I know how you guys are gonna feel about this, but I'm personally going to start Josh Allen. Uh, I think with his frame and just the throws that he can make, I think he's obviously the best franchise quarterback. Uh, my bench, I'm gonna go Kyler Murray. That guy's really gone off this year and uh, taking a step forward, showing why uh, he could probably be an MVP this season. And then my bench, I'm going Lamar Jackson. That dude can't throw. I don't want him trying to make big games. All the reason they won last week is because Mance made a 66-yarder. <laughs> I don't want Lamar Jackson on my team. All right, interesting. All right, Chris, what do you think? All right, the way I'm going to go with this is I'm going to start Lamar Jackson. I'm going to put Kyler Murray on the bench. And I'm going to put Josh Allen in the garbage. And the reason I'm doing this is I'm not a big believer in Josh Allen. I just think he can't lead his team to a Super Bowl. He has the right tools and everything, but... Question, hold on. Let me cut in here. Let me cut in here. So, but Josh Allen can't lead his team to a Super Bowl, but Lamar Jackson can? I think he could over Josh Allen. I I don't know where you... What do you see in Lamar Jackson that Josh Allen, or even Kyler Murray... Doesn't have. I, I think I think the thing that Josh Allen doesn't have that Lamar Jackson does have is leadership. I think Lamar Jackson is just a different kind of locker room guy compared to Josh Allen. I think Lamar Jackson's just one of those guys that you could just tell he's a leader. He's probably one of the best leaders in the NFL. He comes out. I don't disagree with that. Takes lots of hits. He does everything for the team, even though that might end up hurting them in the long run. I think it just shows. I think he has more will to get his team there. All right. I don't disagree with that. I do disagree with the fact that it just comes down to physically playing the game, though. I'm going to have to disagree with both of you here. Uh, My star bench cut is going to be I'm going to start Kyler Murray. I'm going to bench Lamar Jackson, and I'm also going to cut Josh Allen. Um, When it comes down to it, I really think that the the two that I have – on my roster, I think they strike fear into people. Like, I know Josh Allen's mobile, but, like, when it comes down to it, I, I really don't fear Josh Allen running all over me. Like, you have to contain the other two QBs, and I think that, uh, that goes a long way at the end of the day. Uh, you're right about the Lamar Jackson throwing aspect. I don't know if you really want him taking throwing the ball at the end of the game when you need him to. But I still take his running over any over anything Josh Allen has. I know Josh Allen's a big arm, but I'm still taking Lamar's running. And let me cut in here again with Lamar Jackson. You <coughs> say he can't throw the ball, but like he has no targets except Mark Andrews, and he hasn't had any targets since he's been there. I mean, Rashad Bateman's coming back pretty soon, and they've had Marquise Brown, but obviously Marquise Brown has a lot of drop issues. He drops a lot of Lamar Jackson's touchdowns, and I think if you get him a couple receivers, I think that will help his throwing ability out more. But I'm saying, though, you watched that last week game. I mean, what do you blame last week's game? I know Marquise Brown had a lot of the drops. They had a lot but of drops, but, but Lamar Jackson was being contained by the issues. Detroit Lions defense. When it comes down to it, they, he was being contained. I don't know. Last week, I, mean, I would, I would the think. The thing is, the Ravens had – I'm not making any excuses for Lamar Jackson, but the Ravens had a lot of COVID issues. I mean, mostly on the defense, but you got to think, if you can't 
if your defense can't stop him, you can't run Lamar Jackson's game. You you got to get your team a lead for Lamar Jackson to play at his best. Exactly what I'm saying. Exactly what I'm saying right now. Lamar Jackson's a winner when it's given to him. He can't go out. Yeah, and but you can't just you can't go off of last week's game against the Detroit Lions. I'm not Lions just going off two. last week's game though. No, I know. Like, not just last week's game. When it's winning time, down the wire, I would much rather have Kyler Murray or Josh Allen on my team. Whether it's <laughs> comeback, whether I would Where's say the... both of them have better weapons uh, for sure. Over wait, you said both of them? Kyler and yeah, Josh. I mean, Kyler and Josh. Kyler, Kyler and Josh, Josh obviously have okay, better, okay. better weapons. Okay. But the thing and, is, if you're taking Lamar Jackson for his running ability, why wouldn't you take Kyler Murray? who obviously has a better arm and way more accurate of an arm. Like I was saying, has... I think Lamar Jackson's just a, a better football player than Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, you know, he's supposed to go play baseball. And yeah. tell me this, PK. <coughs> do you think Josh Allen would have the same success if he had the same weapons as Lamar Jackson? I think he'd have the same success as Lamar Jackson has with a lot better throwing percentage. Right. Alrighty. Which, well, when you come down to it, is about the same success for each of these three QBs. I mean, playoff runs have been pretty minimal, and uh, they just haven't been able to form much. But I think the Bills going to the AFC Championship was, you know, the height of all three of these quarterbacks. Yeah, no doubt. Actually, I think the height of all three of these quarterbacks is when Lamar Jackson came back out onto that field after taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I mean, actually, I can say that the height of all three of these quarterbacks this far have won the AFC Championship, and Lamar Jackson did win an MVP. Yeah, that's probably yeah, the height of it all. I mean, he did win an MVP, but, I mean, there's nobody like him in the sense that he can run for over 100 yards every game. But when you have design run plays like that, I don't – I feel like Kyler Murray could do the same thing. Yeah. All righty. We're gonna... You got to think also with that. Uh, Kyler Murray is like two inches, three inches smaller than Lamar Jackson. I'm not it's saying that. tackle. I mean, yeah, but it also makes him more vulnerable to get hurt, and just That's a smaller true. guy in general. Right. All righty, we're gonna transition into another topic with QBs, and this time we're gonna decide between these three QBs, rookie QBs that have been starters since day one, which of these three we've seen their work already through the season. And we're going to go with which of these three is going to have the best season this year. Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, or Mac Jones? I'll start this off. Uh, you know, I'm a Jets fan, so I've watched every game so far. And uh, I don't think Zach Wilson's troubles are his fault. A lot of it comes down to the O-line not giving him any type of protection. He, I mean, you can see early his playmaking ability to dance out of pockets and prolong plays. Uh, I think that's a big part of the game with him. He's looked very well, so very good so far. Uh, his adjusted percentages with like drops and everything with his receivers, he'd be completing 74% of his throws this year. I think that goes a long way. Uh, he's targeting Braxton Berrios and Corey Davis. I think if they could salvage a little bit and get some protection for the guy and, and you know, fix the drops, I think Zach Wilson is going to have a lot more success this year. So, out of those three, I'm taking Zach Wilson's success this season, having the best year. But we're talking about the best season. Do you think the Jets could create, like, erase all those props in order for him to have a better season this season? Yeah, the drops, the drops are fi- the, the drops are fixable, no doubt. No, the drops for sure, but the rest of it, the whole line, getting more weapons. I mean, that's not a fixable thing. I mean, game. his first. It's th- not a fixable thing this year. First three weeks, he did face. One, the Panthers, who's looked like the best defense in the NFL. And then the Broncos, the second best-looking defense in the NFL so far this year. And also, they played against Bill Belichick, who has a has a history of dominating rookie QBs. As we saw Justin Herbert last year, just looked awful. He threw four picks, zero touchdowns, had about 170 yards to the air. So I think uh, we'll see it going forward and when he faces uh, better defenses that or not better defenses, you know, just defenses that he could be able to pick apart. We'll see how good he does. I'm taking Zach Wilson season so over those three. Trevor Lawrence looks like a looks like a dumpster fire. Just turnover after turnover after turnover. Then Mac Jones, I, I think he'll just be average. Just a game manager this year. 
PK, do you want to go next? Sure. Uh, I'm taking Mac Jones. I'm taking Mac Jones for the sole reason. One, yes, he's probably going to be a game manager, and that might be all he's ever going to be. But when you look at when Tom Brady came in, honestly, like, what did he do? He listened to Belichick, and he trusted the process that Belichick puts out on the table, and that's winning football games. So I'm going with Mac Jones. He's got a few things to clean up. I mean, I feel like all these rookie quarterbacks do this year, honestly. And, uh, you know, he's going to manage the game the way they're going to. They might not put up, you know, 30-point game. They might only put up 17, 18 points a game. But that's what's going to get you a win. That's what's going to get you a win. So I'm going with Mac Jones. All right. And then, so I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence. And I do know that he is on probably the worst team in the league with, I'd say, probably the worst coach in the league. Probably the worst coach of all time. Uh, I think... He needs to retire, go back to college, and because I think he's ruining Trevor Lawrence's rookie year. But here, listen to me, hear me out. You guys picked Mac Jones and Zach Wilson, and you want me to tell you how many touchdowns they have combined? Passing Zero, touchdowns. One. I think one. They have four combined passing <laughs> touchdowns over the first right, two that's games. Not bad. Well, it's not too good. When right? Trevor so Lawrence one touchdown each game. How many right? games has Trevor Lawrence thrown fifty plus wait, attempts? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm yeah, give me give me the turnover ratio. <laughs> well, nobody's turnover ratio is too good, but Trevor Lawrence does have the most touchdowns. <coughs> I think he's just the best overall quarterback, obviously, because he was the number one pick. But I do think that the offense and the weapons that he does have, I think it's going to open up, especially later on in the year where they, well, all these teams don't play that good of teams. And luckily for us, in the later half of the season, the Jags play the Jets and the Jags play the Patriots. So we're going to be able to see how these guys turn out. But, yeah, the other thing with Zach Wilson and Mac Jones, I just don't think they're good, to be honest. Zach Wilson, you'd say that Trevor Lawrence is a turnover machine. I do understand that Zach Wilson does have a lot of tip picks, but some of his throws are just extremely bad. I don't know if you've seen that TikTok of the little kid just ripping the Jets apart. but Yeah, he rips apart everybody but Zach Wilson. He says the guy's good. Everyone else looks terrible. When players are getting the ball bounced off their helmet straight into INTs, there's nothing you can do. Also, with Trevor Lawrence, you think Trevor Lawrence would have the same touchdown success if he had yep. – if, if he had Jacoby Myers and uh, Corey Davis as his WR1s instead of, instead of Marvin and Jones. And also, Mac Jones had zero interceptions going into this last week. And apparently the Saints that just created true. interceptions at Aaron Rodgers. Um, so, I mean, it's just, <coughs> it's just what happens. I mean, all these are great answers here. Yeah. I mean, all of them are terrible answers, actually, because we, one, have no idea, and two, they all kind of fucking suck. Yeah, they aren't very good so the, far. The team that's going to finish the best out of these three is obviously going to be the Patriots. Yeah. You will hope so. But, but I don't think that's going to be because of Mac Jones. No, neither do I, and that's not what I'm and saying. It, I'm saying when it comes down to that, in, in this season, Mac Jones will have a better year because they're winning football games. So that's but you got to say this. If the Jags and the Jets, if they end up going, I don't even know. What you could say is a good season for them. Six, seven wins, five wins, good season? Two. Two is a good season. Yeah, so what if Trevor <laughs> Lawrence and Zach Wilson, they both go out and get six wins, you know? Is that going to be a better season than if Mac Jones goes out and gets, you know, nine wins on the Patriots? I mean, probably, yes, but we'll see what happens at the end of the season. Yeah. Alrighty. Because you told me the Jaguars are going to win six, seven games. I'd say you're wrong. I, I never said that. Oh, I thought you were saying I said that. No. Okay. I'm not cuckoo. <laughs> All right. Um, now we're going to transition into uh, a thing we're going to try to do every week after these. Uh, after all the slates are done, all the NFL games are done for the week, we're going to look at teams and decide if what's going on with them is fire or smoke. So fire would be. You know, it's something to worry about right now. It's something that needs to be addressed. Our fans should be worrying. The team should be worrying. And smoke is just like, hey, it's just happening right now, but it's definitely going to be fixed. It's nothing to worry about. So first thing we're going to go with is 
the Chiefs one and two start. Is that fire or smoke? Straight smoke, uh, bro. Yeah, this has got to be smoke. They got Patrick Mahomes. He's they did not have a good week last week against the Chargers. Lots of turnovers. So I think obviously Patrick Mahomes. I think they're gonna step up and make the playoffs. Probably win that division. So I would say they're gonna win that division. I'd say that they're okay, probably gonna be the ones. I'd say they'll probably be the one seed AFC. I mean, like why wouldn't they be? This is the best offensive team around. And they've got probably the best skilled quarterback in the league on their team yet. And they're just going to win football games. It happens every It happens to every team. You're going to have bad weeks. I'm not too worried about the Chiefs. I'm yeah, going... but I do want to say that I do think the Chargers are legit beating the Chiefs. And that Justin Herbert is legit. I'm... No, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying that the Chiefs, I don't think we have to worry about that. Yeah, I don't think it's anything to worry about. I'm going to say currently... Currently, to this to this day, I think that it yeah. is it is smoke right now, right now. Long term, in a couple more weeks. I think no. Long term, like what oh, happened? Okay, in a couple years. No, no, no. What happened with smoke right now, like going forward in the regular season? But if when it gets to the playoffs, it's gonna look back and look like fire because they lost to uh. two teams that they're going to have to. They're, they're likely gonna have to see the Ravens again. And they're likely gonna have to see the Chargers. They're gonna have to see one of them eventually, I would think. So it's so Chargers it's in division, they have to see. So short term, it's smoke because it's the regular season. You, we all know the Chiefs how they play. They can turn it on at any time yeah, and win right. games. But fire, I think it's fire because they lost to two other contenders in close games. Um, I think it's fire, and especially the Ravens that are that were already beat up. Yeah, great. Oh yeah, I agree. All right. The second thing, fire or smoke, are the is the Rams three and zero start? Is that fire or is it smoke? Oh, that's definitely fire. Yeah, I they're agree. Good, they're a good team. They got a good defense. They got a lot of weapons on offense, and they got a good quarterback in Matthew Stafford. And they just played a good game against the Buccaneers. I think they're legit. I agree. I think Stafford's found a good spot for himself. I still think he's he still looks like the old Stafford. He just has weapons and he has the defense that can actually contribute to what he's trying to do. And that's getting him shorter fields and that's actually, you know, getting him time to, you know, come in and score touchdowns, things like that. I do see the old Stafford and throw sometimes though, where it's just like kinda like where was that throw heading? But I think the Rams are a really good team, and uh, they have a really, really good test again this week against the Cardinals. So we'll see again. I think this is absolute fire. This is a fucking forest fire in LA. <laughs> I think Matthew Stafford is finally, like you said, finally he has help. I think his weapons are ridiculous. He has Woods and Cooper Cup, and Tyler Higby has looked pretty good, even though he was dinged up last week. Uh, I think this is just absolute fire. The Rams. They got to the Super Bowl under Jared Goff, and I think it's I, I don't think anyone would disagree that Stafford is miles above Jared Goff's play, especially because Goff is oh. so turnover prone. Oh, miles. Yeah, and in Sean McVay's offense, he's running this perfectly for Stafford. They're just Correct. swinging the ball. Yeah. And I mean, their running game is solid. They're doing what they have to do when they're up, but they don't run the ball. You know, they don't need to. Right. Exactly. They only do and when they have... they're up in the game the wrong clock. And they have the right backs to where in that offense where they can run screens and Henderson's able to get out and run, you know, some butt hooks, right. some slants, whatever. Right. You know, like they have the right back in order to do those type of things in that offense. Right. While the but and, and, what? What and going off of the Rams, do you guys think Cooper Cup's fancy performance recently is fire or smoke? You think I he's going to keep this up? One, I, I don't know if he can keep up these numbers. I mean, these numbers are historic numbers, but I would say Cooper Cup's a solid, you know, 13 to 15 point guy a week. I, you I think he's going to finish as a top 10 for sure? Yeah. I believe so. Seasons? I think his touchdown production will definitely drop. He's not going to keep scoring two two touchdowns a week. Yeah, but I I always thought from the jump, even last year with golf, I still thought Cooper Cup should be the WR1 there. I think he's just... More talented than Robert Woods. Not anything against Robert Woods. I just think Cooper Cup's a better receiver. So I think that's fire for sure. Yeah. And you and you can tell that the Rams are thinking the same thing because they don't have him returning punts this year, which is a big sign that you know they're trying to you know prolong right. Cooper Cup and like keep him they as healthy him, as possible. And they want, game. Right. They want him on offense. They don't care. They can throw anyone out there to catch punts. 
that guy is your WR1. Right. right. All right. Another question about the Rams. Hold on. I was just thinking. Well, All right. Two questions, actually. Right now, as it sits at the end of the season, whatever, Matt Stafford, is he a Hall of Famer or not? Well, uh, I think what he – I mean, what's up? I think what he does with the Rams – will define his legacy. If he's able to make a couple playoff runs, you know, maybe not even make a Super... I mean, if you could make a Super Bowl, he's for sure Hall of Fame. But if you could make an NFC Championship run, you know, I think he has to at least do that to make the, make the Hall of Fame. I don't know if his statistics... I mean, he has a lot of stats. I mean, so, I mean, the stats alone could probably get him in the Hall of Fame. But I think his time with the Rams is going to define his legacy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to say yes or no. no excuse. <coughs> right. I agree, exactly. I'm not going to say yes or no. The guy has put up losing season, a lot of losing seasons, but obviously it's not his fault. He has the stats to get there, but it's going to come down to the playoff runs, like you guys said. Like okay, I said. Do you think Stafford would have made the Hall of Fame if he would have stayed with the Lions and not made the playoffs like he, no. like at, at all? No. 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 no, I think he goes down as a guy that's been very, very good, and he's going to be – I mean, he's a household name, but he mm-hmm. just isn't – I mean, he, that's not enough. You can't just put a guy into the Hall of Fame without, you know, the the resume. Right. Right, you need to be able to do something in the playoffs. Exactly. I mean, every other – I mean, they, give me a Hall of Fame quarterback that honestly hasn't at least made a Super Bowl, you know? Most of them have probably won a Super Bowl. Right. I don't know. I have to look at it. Alrighty, the next fire smoke we're gonna go is the Broncos three and start. Is that fire or smoke? I'm going to say that is absolute smoke. The three teams they played are god awful. Uh, I just don't think the Broncos are that good. I like what Teddy's doing though. Teddy, what Teddy's been doing has been pretty good, but I don't think that this is something like teams shouldn't see the Broncos and fear them. They played the Giants, they played the Jags, and they played the Jets. I think that's a pretty good – that should be a 3-0 and start for them, like no doubt, especially with that defense. You know, uh, they did have the terrible schedule, you know. They played the – was it Jags, Giants, and who's the other team? Jets. They just beat the Jets. Jets. The Jets. I mean, they did play those bad teams, but I'm, I'm still going to go with a fire here. I think the Broncos are going to be a legit team – not to win the division or the AFC, but I think they're going to be a legit, you know, team that's going to be hunting in the wild card, and that's all you could ask from that team. The reason why they're not going to be that for sure team is because they don't have a quarterback and they don't have a running offense game. enough. Yeah, I just don't think they have enough offensively, but I do think they're still a really good team. Maybe not really good, but a solid team that can maybe win nine, ten games to maybe – Getting the hunts for a wild card. Uh, I'm also going right now. I'm going to say fire. That defense is stacked. I mean, they play hard and they've beaten those three teams at a good margin. Like you know, it hasn't been anything. You know, yeah, it hasn't anything. To, they took care of business against the teams they need to take care of business. They don't have a running game. I don't mind their wide receiver core and Fant is you know a solid tight end. I think Teddy's still got a lot to give. I just think it's a really good building block year for the Broncos. Like, they're obviously heading in the right direction by you know, not having Drew Locke anymore, starting, having, you know, bringing a new guy and things like that. You know, good teams will find, will beat the teams that they have to beat. Exactly. You know? All right. Playoff teams win the games they're supposed to win. All righty. And then. Last fire smoke for this week is going to be, is Sam Darnold's success so far with the Carolina Panthers? Is that fire or smoke? I've been oh, waiting I'm to talk fire. about this shit. Yes, sir. I'm going fire. I think Sam Darnold is out here proving that the Jets made a mistake, getting rid of him, not firing their coach early enough, and not getting them in the right system early enough. I'm not I saying mean, that that um, the Jets shouldn't have drafted Zach Wilson and still cut Darnold. I think that had to happen. I think Darnold had to go to a new team to succeed. But I think it's just showing that he is a real QB and that I think he's going to be in this league for a little bit. This is the thing I was seeing with Darnold. Sam Darnold on the Jets was god-awful. He had a few – like, he had a few games where it was like, okay, this guy, you know, he's making the right moves, whatever. 
But I just like the same thing that goes down to Zach Wilson, where this team just doesn't have an O line. They don't have weapons. Their defense isn't very good. It doesn't help anybody in that situation. And Sam Donald's a young quarterback going to a new team that has weapons, that has a running game when McCaffrey is, you know, when he is healthy, and who has a defense that can carry the weight of the load if the offense is a little bit slower. I think Darnold can make definitely – I think the Panthers and Darnold can definitely make a playoff appearance, and I definitely could see him winning a playoff game. Uh, I'm going to say this is absolute smoke, I know obviously. That shit is <laughs> this is absolute smoke. This guy is no – this belief. guy is – You got no belief. He's no. Ghost. This guy is god-awful. I watched – like I said, he played week one against the Jets. Guy got to the red zone at least three times and threw a ball into the dirt numerous times to yeah, wide-open receivers. Yeah, and also the guy played the Texans. I mean, come on now. He beat he beat the Texans. Well, he's beating the teams he's he got to beat. He beat That's the beat-up Saints, the COVID-19 COVID Saints. No coaches. They lost Lattimore. Yeah. Ian Book was running the D or whatever. <laughs> right. And then, I, like I said, they beat the Jets. I think – that's right. a that's a pretty yeah. manageable three and zero start, especially with that defense. So I think but you gotta think he's learning a new playbook, a new offense. Right. You gotta give him some credit. No, I give him no credit. We'll see. Give, we'll... give Darnold a little bit of flowers, below that used to be your quarterback, and now look at him. Guy he's, sucks. He's ninth, in the, see he's ninth in the league. Let's see how he does. See how he does with uh, no McCaffrey, and when they have ninth a the they have a real test. Gets. See what the no, we, I agree. Test. No, McCaffrey. I mean, that's just like the Vikings or a team like that, or the Saints, or if somebody lost, you know, one of those big running backs. I mean, your offense is gonna take a hit. What are you gonna do? I mean, a lot of those teams don't have a quarterback that is like of that level to fall back <coughs> on because the teams that have quarterbacks don't really have a running game All right. uh, or a running back of that stature. Is what I'm saying. Right. Alrighty, we're gonna run through. We're going to do this real quick. We're going to run through our picks every week. So we're going to go team by team, matchup by matchup for the week. I'm going to try to run through this quick. All right, so we got the Thursday night game. We got the Jags, Bengals. It is Bengals minus, fire. Bengals minus seven and a half. <laughs> Bengals minus seven and a half. I will take the Bengals, and I will take them to cover the spread. Me as well. Give me the Bengals. I'm hammering the Bengals. That's a first start to my leg parlay. You know That's going to be an easy leg. I, I'm saying this, and I still got the Jags winning. I think Jags are going to cover them. I mean, they're not even going to cover the spread because they're underdogs, but they're going to get the money line here. You're smoking. You're smoking dick. All right, the next game. You are because you can't get off Trevor Lawrence, bro. Like he's just having. It's cold okay, we'll shit. see. We'll he's see not. tonight. Okay, we'll I see. I don't think okay. the Bengals are legit. We'll see. You're smoking dick, though. Then we got the we got the another another guy we just talked about. We got the Panthers. We got the Cowboys. We got the Cowboys minus four and a half. Another team. I have the Cowboys covering the spread here. Yeah, give me the Cowboys. I hit the spread here. This one's a little tough because, one, the Cowboys' defense has been playing pretty well this year. Two, no McCaffrey for Darnold. So I got to go Cowboys. But if McCaffrey was healthy on this Panthers team, I would definitely think about this. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm still taking the boys. All right, next matchup, we got the Cleveland Browns versus the Minnesota Vikings. It is Mike. Uh, Cleveland Browns are minus two. <coughs> um, I think I'm going to take... The Cleveland Browns here. I know it's going to be a shootout, but I think the Browns' defense is just too much. Miles Garrett is looking unreal. So, I'm taking Cleveland. Minus two. Yeah, I'm also taking Cleveland. And I got the over in this game. This is my for sure lack for the over this week. Yeah, it's 51 and a half. So. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm telling you, if that man number 33 plays, boys... I got the Vikings. The offense was on point last week. We are at home again. If the offense is rolling like last week, all the defense has got to do is force a few three and outs, and this game is ours. I got the Vikings. All righty. Next matchup, we got the Detroit Lions going to Chicago to play. Chicago, minus three this week. Uh, this one ain't even a thought in my head. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions here. Damn, 
right. Money line, Detroit right, Lions. We're all taking the Lions here. Dude, Matt Nagy is a piece of shit. That guy is terrible. Matt Nagy sucks. Coach. Campbell's got these guys. The Lions playing hard as hell, and the fans the Lions just look like team. a dumpster they're, fire. Lions might not win a lot of games, but they're going to fight hard as hell every game. The Lions will not roll over and give you a W. You're going to have to play good football, and the Bears have not shown that once this year, so I'm <laughs> taking the Lions. Alrighty, next matchup we got. It's a pretty easy one. Uh, Houston Texans heading to Buffalo. It is minus sixteen for the Bills. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills to cover. Mills is his long giraffe neck is not good enough that I don't. I don't think he's putting up. Bills any points. Mafia versus Mills Mafia. <laughs> yeah, Bills. Yeah. Bills to cover. Bills by hundred. <laughs> Uh, I'll take the Bills, but I don't know if they're going to cover that spread. Too many points. 16 is a shitload, boys. Come on. It's the NFL. Yeah, I don't care. Texans. Texans. Texans uh, all right, we got Colts, Dolphins. Indianapolis heading. Are the Colts heading to Miami to play this one? Uh, still Jacoby Brissett. It's Dolphins minus two. I am going to go with the Colts money line here. You know, give me the Dolphins. I don't know. They're gonna hit the spread or not? I think it's gonna be a close game, but yeah, give me the Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins as well. I think Tua going down was the best thing that ever happened to this team. I think this gets taken over. Give me the yeah, Dolphins. Yeah, hopefully uh, Miles Gaskin can get it going. Yeah. Now nah, we don't need that. Alrighty, next matchup we got Kansas City heading to Philadelphia. It is obviously going to be uh, Kansas City as the favorites. It's minus seven. Uh, I'm going to go with KC, and I'm going to also go with them covering. I think Philly looked terrible last week, and that's something to note. Especially the Chiefs trying to get it back back going, trying to get shit back going. So I'll take them covering. Yeah, I got the Chiefs in this one, and they're my for sure lock of the week. Uh, simple as this, I got the Chiefs, boys. <laughs> All right, we got next matchup, we got... The beat-up Titans heading to New York to take on my Jets. It is minus seven for the Titans. I am going to take the Tennessee Titans, and they are going to cover that with ease as Marcus May is also heading to the IR as of today. And another huge injury for the already young and beat-up defense. So Titans cover that easily. Derrick Henry might run for 400. Yeah, even though um, the receivers on the Titans are a little banged up, I think Big Henry's going to have a very big day against that Jets defense. Give me the Titans to hit the spread. Uh, if it was possible, I would put this spread personally at 14. I'll double up on the spread. Give me the Titans by 14. All right, fuck you. Um, next week, <laughs> next, next matchup we got is going to be the Washington football team. Heading to Atlanta, and it is football team by it's minus one and a half for the football team. This is a trap game here because the Falcons are so bad, but Taylor Heineke also is so bad, but that defense is so good. But I'm going but to go. Hey, but a stat the Washington Redskins defense as of this week is ranked 31st in the league. So. Ouch. I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons at home. I think the offense is too good. As they put up quite a few points against the Buccaneers, I'm going to think the Falcons are going to, that offense is going to carry them there. Hopefully Matt Ryan can get it going. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the football team here. Even though they do have Taylor Heineke as their QB, I think they're going to get a lot of good pass rush against the terrible Falcons offensive line. So it should be a good game. About 13 to 10, I think, should be the final. <laughs> uh, I'll never bet against Ron Rivera and this Washington football team against such a shit team like the Atlanta Falcons. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. give, me, give me the Washington football team. All right, and the final game of the 12 o'clock slate is going to be the New York Giants heading to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, it is minus seven and a half for the Saints. I'm going to just go with the money line for the Saints as the Giants have lost to a field goal back-to-back weeks. I think the defense is a lot better than people think. So I'll just take the money line for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I'm going to agree there. Money line Saints. Uh, yeah, they're going to eat a W that day, so I'm going to take, uh, <laughs> take the Saints. 
On to the three o'clock, we got Cardinals Rams, probably a game of the week. Um, Best game by far. That's a good game. It is Cardinals heading to LA, and it is Rams minus four and a half. Ah, it's another trap game. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a trap game. I'm telling you, just hammer. I'm going. I'm going. It's that time. Hammer card. I'm going. I'm going Rams money line here. I'm telling you. I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm going Rams money line. I like this. My upset of the week, Cardinals. Tyler Murray just is going to be too explosive, even though Aaron Donald is a beast. But it should be a really good game. For sure. I'm excited to watch it. I'm taking the birds. Give me the Cardinals, man. It is that time. The Rams will fall. All righty. And next 3 o'clock game, we got the Seattle Seahawks heading to the San Francisco 49ers. It is Niners minus 3. I will go with the 49ers money line. I think they look good against the Packers. They just ran into a very bad man, Aaron Rodgers, and he put the Packers in a winning spot. And, you 37 know, seconds is too long, boys. Got to give Aaron Rodgers his flowers there. <laughs> so, yes, But sir. this week I'll take the, minor, the, the, the minors, the 49ers money line against the Seahawks. Give me the minors. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm actually going to take the Seahawks. I think they've been a, they've been a first-half team all year. And I feel like the 49ers defense hasn't been performing in the pass rush as much as we expected. I don't. They only sacked Aaron Rodgers one time, I believe. And uh, the Packers were also starting a terrible line. So I'm going to take the Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson is going to bring it back this week. Yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks here to get the money line. Uh, I think Russell Wilson doesn't want his team to start 1-3, and three, especially against the divisional opponent. And even though the Niners do have better players at each position pretty much except you know the three main offensive positions really with um russell wilson chris carson and the receivers so i think yeah i think the seahawks are gonna win this one all right the next three o'clock game is another good one all these games are pretty good going later into the day this three o'clock game is going to be the baltimore ravens heading to the denver broncos it is broncos minus one I'm going to not bet against Lamar Jackson. I'm going to go money line Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, this is going to be a good game too. You know, the Broncos finally get to play someone not terrible, but I think they're not going to be ready for Lamar Jackson running all over the place on them. So give me give me the Ravens. Uh tell me, uh, is this a home game for the Broncos? Yeah. Yes, sir. Up there. In mile high, Justin Tucker could probably hit one from 78 up there uh, <laughs> since he just hit 66 in a dome. So I'll go with the Ravens as well, just based on that fact. Can't bet against Justin Tucker. Right. I can't. That, that leg is unreal. This game, the next 3 o'clock game, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers heading to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, it's going to be minus 7 for Green Bay. Um, I'm going to take the Packers to cover that spread easily. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be as easy as you put it, but I do think the Packers are going to definitely cover this spread. Uh, this is my under for the week. It's going to be a very low-scoring game, I think. Good Steelers defense and bad Steelers offense. Uh, can I ask one question? Is TJ Watt going to be back? Probably no not. Probably not. All right, I got the Packers, and I'm also doubling down this spread if possible. I got Packers by 14, man. <coughs> All righty, and then... The night game, we got TB12 heading back to New England. It is going to be Buccaneers (laughs) minus seven. I'm going to hammer the hell out of the Buccaneers covering that. Only minus seven? Yeah. Give me minus 21. I still got the Give me minus like 42. (laughs) I I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to move, and I think Brady's going to try to... Show Belichick what he's missing out on. Right. Even though I'm a big Brady hater, you can't go against him this game. And then finally, we got the Monday night game. We got the Raiders going to the Chargers. Um, it is my favorite game of the week. Minus three and a half. I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders money line. Ooh. Ooh. That is a tough one there. I'm, well, I'm going pretty solid here with the Chargers. They're, you know, 
one of the top teams in the AFC. They're, right now, they're probably my favorite team to come out of the AFC for how they're looking right now. The offense looks unstoppable. Defense is looking healthy at least a little bit. So, yeah, give me the Chargers. I think this is one we should add a smoke and fire with with the Raiders. Um, but I'm going to also go with the Raiders. The Chargers are the worst defense against the run so far this season. Mm-hmm. And Josh Jacobs is supposed to be back. And then with Kenyon Drake as well, I got the Raiders. All righty. Now we are going to go to our way too early picks for this year's uh, individual awards. First, we're going to start off with the rookie of the year. We're going to split this into AFC, NFC, and we're just going to generalize. No defense offense, just going to go with the conferences. Um, For the NFC, I have the rookie of the year as, uh, let's see. I have it as Michael Parsons. I think he's the rookie yep. of the year. For the NFC. I mean, well, minus two. Yep. Not so yeah, much conversation. For the, for the NFC, there's not too many rookies putting up big numbers. No, you know, he's playing. He's a pretty. He's a really big difference maker for that Dallas defense, and you could just tell in the games they played. You know, he's not really even a middle linebacker for them. He's coming off the edge every play, yeah. and you know he's looking good though. Yeah, well, he was middle until uh, with Demarcus Lawrence got hurt. Now he's lining up as an end, and he still yeah. looks terrific yes, there. Nev- never went back to middle. Yeah. So I mean, this guy, this guy's legit, man. I'm, I'm taking him rookie of the year, especially NFC. I haven't seen a rookie come out of the <laughs> yeah. NFC. Yeah. He felt really, he felt really bad for some off the field issues and for sitting out. You know, I don't think he sort of fell this far to Dallas like how CD Lamb fell to him last year. This is pretty much a steal for the Cowboys. Right. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> and then the AFC rookie of the year, I'm going to go with. You know, the guy that has had a lot of, you know, coming into this year, there's a lot of stuff going on with him. Uh, he couldn't see the football, apparently. Uh, right. People hated the pig. They thought that the Bengals should have went on and got Sewell. But I think the uh, difference between Sewell and Chase is Jamar Chase has four touchdowns on the year. Sewell does not. So AFC Rookie of the Year is Jamar Chase for me. You know, I'm going to go with a pick that maybe not a lot of people have here, but I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle. You know, he, he's not putting up the big amount of yards yet. He's not getting the touchdowns yet, but that's not his fault. I Hopefully hopefully you're going to see some more touchdowns out of him. You know, the catches are there. He's getting a lot of catches. He's maybe get 100 catches this year at the rate he's going. So, yeah, that's what I got. Uh, you guys are overlooking a big part of the AFC and rookies, a guy that it's just all of this team's offense. Najee Harris, man, this guy is carrying the weight of the load. In week one, he played every single offensive snap. Last week, he had all over 100 yards receiving. He's stiff-arming motherfuckers in the air. I mean, this guy is legit, man. I'm going with Najee Harris. Yeah, that's a good pick. He's probably yeah. front runner right this now. Guy, this guy, Chris, is ringing the bell for Jalen Waddle this year. He's ringing the bell. He's also ringing the bell for Trevor Lawrence. I'm surprised that wasn't the pick of him. All right. Next, we're going to go to the comeback player of the year. I think there's really only two options at this point. It's either Dak Prescott or Nick Bosa. I'm going to go with Dak Prescott. Yeah, I'm going Prescott. Looks like he's never left. Yeah, I'm also going Prescott. If CMC was healthy, I think we'd have a conversation here. But yeah, I have to go. I have to go with Dak Prescott. That injury really killed uh, Christian McCaffrey. Right. Okay. Now we're going to go to the defensive player of the year. Um, I think I was talking about him earlier. I think I, I don't know. He's taken a huge step this year, and that's Miles Garrett. I think Miles right. Garrett is going to win the defensive player of the year this year. Yeah. Right now he's at my number one and. You know, right behind him, a guy that had a really strong week one, kind of fell off a little bit, but still very, very good. Chandler Jones, you know, he's still right there in the conversation. I think he has a good chance of winning it. But I got Miles Garrett as my number one. I got Miles Garrett up there. I mean, there's no chance I'd ever not put Aaron Donald in my list. I mean, that guy is just made of defensive player of the years. Which style? AFC. Oh, we're just talking AFC right now? Yeah. Oh, no, no, shit. I said no. Chandler Jones. Yeah, it's whole thing, whole thing. Okay, like I said. And then also, I think if 
the interceptions come a little bit more. I feel like a lot of the times with this voting, a lot of people have been overlooking Jair Alexander Jair. and just and just his percentages of people, uh, completion percentages and just yards against him. I just think Jair has been clamping everybody all the time. Yeah, my one, my one is Miles Garrett. Like I said, my two, I think I have the other corner, which I think is the best corner in the NFL. I have Jalen. No, I have Jalen. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. And then number three, I'll probably go with like you said. You just can't put not not put Aaron Donald in there. So yeah, Jair is probably three for me. If he yeah. gets that pick number up, I don't know if he's gonna get you know the eight picks he might need to win that DPOY. He might only get four or five picks. I don't know if that's gonna be enough from the Lindy. That's because he doesn't shadow, man. Let that yeah. man shadow. I mean, I'm not the defensive coordinator. <laughs> I'm just saying, I can't believe that they don't do that. But yeah, yeah you, Jair. You, yeah, you think. Then I just feel like he's overlooked. And finally, the big kahuna. <laughs> We're going to go with the MVP of this 2021-22 season. I have it at 1A and 1B currently. 1A being Kyler Murray and 1B being Matthew Stafford. All right. Yeah, I got Kyler Murray at one, but I'm going to have a different number two for you. I'm going to put Derek Carr at number two right now to win MVP. You know, if the Raiders make the playoffs, you know, even as a wild card, I think you got to really put his name up there in the MVP. Right now, I think he's um, leading for yards. He's leading that Raiders team. They're undefeated right now. And, yeah. Um, I'm also, I mean, Kyler Murray's one. I'm also throwing Pat Mahomes in there because, I mean, come on, guys. Like, you can't not keep right. him out of an MVP conversation ever. Um, and then Derek Carr, yeah, I mean, he's also up there. And then another one is uh, so far this season, which I do fully not expect for it to keep going, is Kirk Cousins. I mean, he's having a crazy start to the year, leading in completion percentage, leading in VR, and leading in red zone points. I give him a chance, but, I mean, by week five, I mean, he's going to have two picks. So, it's not going to matter. Yeah, another guy that we we haven't talked about, you know, maybe a running back won't win this MVP, you know, ever again. But Derrick Henry, you know, he's proven that he still got it. If he stays healthy, I think he's going to be in the conversation. I don't know. After, after I don't think he'll ever get it out after last year. that was it. I think he was the MVP last year. He ran for 2K. Yeah, I, I agree. Know. No, you don't give it to him. He might be able to do that again this year, and he might get. He might be able to get MVP then. Yeah, but are the touchdowns gonna be there? He had what seventeen right. last um, year, seventeen touchdowns. It's kind of like, like the Heisman in college. I know Devonta Smith did win it last year, but it's just like it's so hard. Yeah, it's always a key to break that barrier. Right. Yeah. And then we're going to go to our way too early Super Bowl picks. As of so far, what teams do you guys like? Uh, I'll start this one. I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm putting the team who I hate the most, but it's the last dance, and this guy's really turned it around. I got the Green Bay Packers, man. They have just looked scary since that week one, man. They're just putting every – they're running the ball well. Aaron Rodgers is back. He's throwing the ball well. I mean, that defense has just got to come together a little more like last season, and this team is going to be very hard to beat, especially in Lambeau. Yeah, out of the NFC, I'm going to have to agree with you there. You know, heavily biased with the Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to do what he has to do. You know, we're going to get to there in the playoffs. It's just going to be if we can win in those big games. And then, you know, out of the AFC, I'm probably going to go with, for my pick, I'm going to pick the Chargers, you know, go with someone that maybe not a lot of people are picking or underlooking. But I think the Chargers have enough firepower to beat teams like the Chiefs in the playoffs. Right. I don't know how you can't go to Buffalo Bills there, man. Right. I think I'm a big Josh Allen guy. I'm not either. But I'm going to go with with the NFC. I'm not bending against the old head, the GOAT, TV12 himself, I think. it. You know, everyone knows once it gets down to crunch time, November, December, you know we all see a different Tom Brady, a different Tom Brady-led team. But I got a question for you, Malone. What? If TV12's got to go into Brisk Lambo in January, late January, for an NFC championship, I mean... What What do you on, mean? Man. What do you mean, come on, man? What, what did we see last year? I think we saw 
we saw I think we saw a tale of Kevin King. Yeah, we have a I think we saw a tale of Kevin King blowing it at the half. Hell? I don't know what happened. Good thing we could edit. But uh No, I didn't. Oh. Um, you trying not to let me say anything. No, no. <laughs> Good thing we could edit, huh? Right. But uh what do you mean? We saw last year. Tom Brady went into the freezing cold and he took him out and then won a championship. Yeah, but it's a new year, new DC. Hopefully a different corner starting at against Scotty Miller. You know, hopefully we get it done this year, but it's going to be a good year, hopefully. And, and another also, team. Yeah, oh, the Rams. Yeah, another team out of the NFC, the Rams. They're going to be a tough team to go against. You know, last year the Packers had to go against them. You know, they the Packers took it to them, but Derek Goff was playing on one hand basically. So this year it's going to be a whole different situation playing the Rams. They still got the same defense, but now they got an elite offense. Especially if they get the one and that crowd in SoFi is going nuts because that stadium. Yeah, I'm not worried about that crowd. <coughs> they got no fans. For sure. Yet. They got no fans yet. They're not going to get any fans. For sure, for sure. You know, the NFC is most favorable if they get the home court advantage is definitely the Packers. I agree. Because of the cold, home court, home the fans. Yeah, if a team like L.A. has to come back to Green Bay like they did last year, I don't think it's going to turn out too well. But Matt Stafford's played in that stadium how many times in his career? It's true. I don't know. I'm still, I don't, I don't give a damn about home field. I don't give a damn about anything you guys are talking about. I'm not betting against Tom Brady ever. I don't give a damn who's there. Sorry. I'd normally be with you, but something about this year, man. Last dance. No, I thought it last year. If, if it was the year to do it, it was last year because Aaron Rodgers was too hot. The guy was on fire all year, and it shit just fell apart in the NFC Championship. I just don't see anyone beating Tom. You know, and Rodgers didn't really even bring it to the NFC Championship, to be honest. Yeah, he had a really bad offensive performance, honestly. Yeah, because he ran into the. We still didn't win. He ran into the Buccaneers. Buccaneers defense is too good, at full strength. Yeah, but you got to think about this: Are the Buccaneers going to be able to get through the teams like the Rams as easy as they did last year? Are you? Are the Packers going to get through the Rams as easy as you did? Yeah, that's very true. But you got to think about this: That NFC East team. Is not going to be the same, hopefully, as it was last year. Hopefully, the Cowboys make the playoffs and not the football team because the football team has no sort of offense. They have no chance against anybody in the playoffs. It's an automatic win. Yeah, I guess. It's not wrong. It is shooken up a little bit at the start of this year. We don't know how it's going to play out, obviously. And that extra week could bring a whole different change and shake up a wild card and division winners. Right. Yeah, we're in for an exciting year. Right. I agree. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up this first week. We'll see you guys back next week. I'll let the guys, uh, you know, wrap things up, too. Yeah, you know, go follow us on TikTok. We're going to be putting some content on there. You know, join us back next week. You know, we'll go through the picks and see how good we did. Yeah, you know, we got to go through the TikTok, heavily biased. Uh, we're going to be trying to post pretty much daily. You know, debates, things like that. See if you guys want to debate with us. If you're not on the show, obviously, get on there. And uh, Skull Bikes this week. Let's go, boys. Right. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. All right. Take care. All right.